Hello. Hi, is this one nine hundred sex freak? It sure is. Oh, hey. Uh, this is. I'm a little embarrassed, but this is actually my first time calling. Uh, I'm not sure what to do. No, oh, that's absolutely fine. We can take our time. Oh. You want to get to know me a little bit, baby boy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What What are you into? Oh, I'm just into a little thing called Anchor. Oh. You ever, you ever heard of it? I haven't. What is that? Oh, it's the perfect podcast platform for anybody who wants to make a podcast, edit the way they want, and distribute the way they want. If when you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to all listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can even record and edit from your phone right now. You're into that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. You want to hear the best part? Yeah. Do you, though? I do. It's free. Oh. No, doesn't that sound so nice? It does sound nice. Why don't you do me a favor? Yeah, anything. I want you to get out your phone. Okay. Yeah, and it's... I want you to download the Anchor app, where you can go to anchor.fm, and you can get started. Can you do that for me? I'm downloading it right now. the drunk dial how are you doing what, what's going on with you Thaddeus McGee? man i am out here i'm right now i'm out here alone my co-host is coming uh, a little bit later in the show 
But uh, it is you and me right now, mano y mano. BT, I wanted That's to have you. What's That's the way I like it, mano mano, bro. Just me and you, bro. There Let's it is. see who's the man. Let's see who the motherfucking man <laughs> is between me and you, bro. That's the way I do it. One on one. Versus. Versus. No, no. Uh, man, I wanted to have you on. <laughs> I wanted to have you on here because, man, you are someone in, in, in the scene. When you when you walk into the room, there there'll be three different comics. They'll be sitting by themselves. And then they'll be like conjugating together and be like, wait a second. Hey, that's BT. That's BT. BT's in the room. And like, what? Oh yeah. Oh hey, stay in the room. And and then people will 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 sit there and take class and watch you do your thing. I, I remember the first time I saw you was in the White Rabbit and you destroyed that place. And Ah, uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. And that's your reputation. That's that's a good thing to have, man. Hey, man, I, I appreciate it because you know what? Unless you tell me, I don't know because I just go ahead. I do my business. I try to do my business very well, and I go on about my business. So I appreciate you saying that. I just appreciate being appreciated, bro. I, I really do. Thank you. That's right. Uh, I want I want to get into origin because uh, I, want, I want people to know who you are. Wh- when did you start? Where did you start? Holy shit. Man, I started. I went on stage. In junior college, of all places, back in fucking um, 80, I think it was 87, 87 or 88. Oh my and God. I went on stage first in, in um, yeah, yeah, I like that, or my feelings like that. But I went on stage back in uh, um, uh, Kansas City at, at uh, Stanford and Son. Okay, okay. So that's. And, and, uh, and I went to go see. And on stage was Eddie Griffith. I remember Eddie Griffith being on stage, man. And uh, he went on to big stardom. And uh, yeah, but I remember he's that. I remember good. Eddie yeah, he's doing okay. He's doing okay for himself. Yeah, <laughs> he made it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and so and so, wh- where where do you uh, go out from now? Like you're you're here in Indiana a lot, but like well, you're traveling I mean, I a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, it's a good hub. I mean, uh, centrally located. It, you know, it's frustrating sometimes, but, I mean, it's it's, it's good. I mean, if you're not going to live in L.A., I guess it's, it's good because, you know, I live close to the airport. You can always fly to L.A., so, it's you know, I mean, like, it ain't like, Comedy's not like, or entertainment, period. It's not like it used to be. I mean, you, you know, now you got to, now the largest studio in the world, I think, at least in the North America, is in Atlanta, it's Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so you know, I mean, you you can do this shit everywhere. And then with COVID, you know, you had the um, you can do audition from home. You had a self tape. You have Zoom shows. So you know, it's, it's, the, the great thing about living in the now is that man, you know, with technology the way it is, you can do everything from where you're at now. I mean, but I still think it goes through mm-hmm. L.A. and then Atlanta. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, you can do it all from anywhere you're at now. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. You just you just recently had a show at the Five Star. Um, and for people that don't know where the Five Star Comedy Club is, uh, it's it's in Elkhart. It's a it's a very um, – how, how would you describe that town, BT? The town? Yeah. Uh, it's one of those towns where you go, hey, I'm, I'm glad I'm just here for the night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go, okay, just for the night, and you go – like, if you perform at 8, 
you want to make sure you get to the town no earlier than 6.30. You know what I mean? Right. Like one of those kind of towns. And then after after your set's over, you get something to eat, you hope you fall asleep immediately, and then wake up first thing in the morning and get the fuck out of there. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a good town. Man, you know what? It surprises me, those crowds, though. Those crowds are actually a lot of fun there at the Five Star Hotel. Um, they, they come out. Um, it's like their movie theater of their town. It's, you know, and they and they congregate and they 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 give it up. They laugh. They they, they have a good time. It's 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 a it's a good place, dude. It really is, man. I mean, it's a nice little setup. It's down in the basement. I mean, it's I mean, you know, low. I think low ceilings uh, make for good shows. Like I can't right. prove it, but the low ceilings make for really good shows. And just something about that. I mean, they need to fix the lighting on stage. I think. But other than that. It's a fucking good show, man. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, you never judge a book by its cover, and that place is it's good, man. I mean, there's no complaints, bro. None yeah. at all. Yeah, I had a great show. I mean, I mean, I'm not even bragging, but I was on that night, and it was uh, it was a good time, really yeah. good time. No, yeah, every, I I only expected that. I only expected that. You, you know, I think you had Alex Eakin out there who's been doing some really crazy stuff. He's a friend of a show. So uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Good dude. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, real good guy. Absolutely. Shout out to him. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to get into because you've been in comedy for a while, and I wanted to. Uh, we were talking, and you're, you're, you said we got to do this early because you have an acting class. Yeah, I'm. I'm, out, I'm actually driving to uh, Louisville right now, man. Like that's the, and that's one of the things about Indianapolis. It's like, I mean, everything I love about Indy. It's like sometimes. What I really want to do is act, and so to act, I got to drive to Louisville twice a week for acting class. So usually I'm on my motorcycle driving down, but my motorcycle's in the shop, so I had to rent a car. But I drive down twice a week for acting class, and then uh, yeah, man. So and if I got an audition and that that, that I really, really, really want a part, like say in a movie or something, I drive down to get taped by my acting coach slash agent. She tapes it. So, you know, like, if, like, and I, like I've had, one time I had a flight leaving Indy at about, I think, the, I think the flight was at one. So I drove down to Louisville, got taped at like nine and wrote, came back, got back to Indy about 11 and caught my flight at one. Oh my I mean, gosh. That's just, yeah. So, you know, the thing about people you understand is whatever you really want, you got to sacrifice. Yeah. You got to do it. You know, you don't complain. You just fucking find a way to do it, bro. And the thing about it is you got to know what you want and you got to know and and like to align yourself with people who really want uh, want it also. Because, you know, like no way, nobody understands or sees like, why do you ride, you know, go to Louisville twice a week and you haven't gotten a part in this and that. Or about, and that, like, that's not the point. The point is. When it does happen, when it does happen, I'll be ready. Or, I'll, you know, this, this sacrifice will will yeah. pay off. And, and you just got to look on the positive side and look on, like, you know, you're just what's doing is you're sharpening that tool every time you go down. You just sharpen that fucking tool. It's like going on stage. Like, you know, when I lived in Chicago, when I lived in L.A., when I lived in, um, yeah, L.A. and Chicago, the great thing about those places, man, you can go up two, at least two times a night 
maybe for uh, three times a week, you know, and, and yeah. that's how you sharpen that tool. And you go, you go up behind fucking monsters, man, but that's what makes you a strong comic. You know, you might go up behind a Dane Cook. You might go up behind David Allen Greer. But you know what? It makes you, uh, it makes you make a writer stronger joke and don't put no pussy ass shit out there. You got to come with, you got to bring the fucking heat. You know yeah. what I mean? And about, so, yeah, so, yeah, that's what it's about, man. You just got to want it. Mm-hmm. And you got to not, not listen to people being negative. And yeah. you got to, and you got to. Stay strong within yourself. Yeah, they say success is when opportunity and preparation intersect, and and, th- and that's what you're doing. You, you just keep going until the opportunity hits, and like, oh, it's already sharp now. And 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 we 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 seen you do that on the stage. You, you're in, you're a frequent at Helium. Um, Helium's been good to you, and like, like they love you there, so they bring you back there. And that, and once you like start hustling and and, and doing your thing like that. People just keep inviting you out, and that's what happens. You know, everybody, the one thing I think everybody to a person respects is a hustler. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody who's always there, somebody, you know, like, uh, yeah, who's always, you know, got their nose there or trying to get on stage. And and when they do get on stage, it's a good set. Or you can see what they're doing, like, okay, this guy or this person wants to do the damn thing, and they're not just hanging around. Yeah, so everybody respects the hustle. You're Like, no matter where you go, the person's on stage killing it, or they're on stage, period, and it's always new material, or they're doing something else. You Or you find out, like, you go to Chicago or something, like, oh, my God, this person's here? You know that they're in it to win it. Like, and everybody, everybody yeah. respects the hustle. Everybody. Yes, yes. What did you do before this? Man, you know, it's funny is that, like, in a way, this is all I've done. Like, I don't get me wrong, I had the summer job, obviously, when I was in college. And then when I got out of college, I uh, I worked, like, as a bus boy. So, and wait, what did you go to school for? Uh, radio, TV, film. University of Oklahoma. Okay, okay. Radio, TV, film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, major in that. So, when I graduated, I was just about ready to get work. Matter of fact, I, I got my first paid road gig while I was uh, my senior year in college. And I was like, and I was just about ready to start doing comedy, but I needed one more year. So I went to Chicago after I graduated. And, uh, and think about it, I really couldn't get on stage in Chicago. So I would go to other parts. I'd like take road trips to Wisconsin and Ohio and the, the adja- you know, adjacent states that, that would hire me. Like I would go up there like on a Tuesday night. I would drive three, four fucking hours so I can, you know, do a showcase for like seven minutes. And I'd get work that way. And then I'd drive all the way fucking back to Chicago. I had to be at work the next day at 7 in the morning. Oh you know, like, you know, yep. like b- b- busting the table. But yeah. you know what? That hustle, pay- that hustle paid off, though. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But, uh, every every comic, you know, like, you know, has to go through that. And, you know, you're, you're putting a lot of gas out there. It's, it's, it's work. It's work. And now, um, are you, so acting, has that been like a a new desire or has that been like something that you've always been in? Yeah, man, it was, it was it's always been there as well. I call it the stripper syndrome. You know, it's like the, the goal was always to be an actor, man, always, right? right. So I said, you know what, I'll, I'll have stand-up take me to acting. Well, you know, it's like being a stripper, you know, like a girl who's a hot chick, well, she doesn't be hot to be a stripper, but say it's a girl who wants to, uh, like, say she's stripping just to pay through school, and yeah. then all of a sudden she gets, she gets paid a lot, having a good time, and then she gets a lot of money, having a good time, next you know, two years, three years, four years, five years go by, she's still stripping, and all of a sudden she wakes up like, what the fuck, what was the original goal, and she forgot, and that's the way it is with her. And that's the way it was a comedy, you know? I forgot, like, oh, shit, 
I wanted to be, you know, an actor. So the good thing about uh, COVID and everything is it brought me back to the original goal that is of uh, so funny. wanting to be an actor. That is so yeah. funny. Stripper, stripper syndrome, guys, is real. Um, it is. Go to your doctor yeah. and, and, and get checked out. Like you, you need to get checked out to see if you got <laughs> stripper syndrome yeah. because it's something that will, will last in five years. It's hard to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, yeah, you have it until you realize. Hey, wait a minute! I'm not getting a table dance like I used to. Like, oh shit! I'm like 40 years old, and now that you know, everybody wants the young person coming up. But you know, you got that experience, but they still want the young people, and that's what keeps you on your toes. If you still want to be in a game, is that you got to go to those open mics? You know that 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 sometimes experience or, or seasoned comics don't want to do. Yeah. You got to do that shit. You got to go to those open mics. You got to do new material. You got to go up last after all the young cats go up and go to those places that might not get your shit, but you got to stay relevant. So you got to do that shit, man. And that's what it's, and that's what it's like. It's like being a, it's like being an old stripper is what it's like. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel like I went to be a stripper and that was the goal. And uh, there's some accounting jobs over here and there. You want to do some accounting? I'll, I'll do some accounting. I'll do that. But I, I just want to strip. Like, don't give me. Don't, don't, don't move me up in management because I'm just here for the stripping. I'm just here for a good time. I know that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it was so good talking to you. Uh, do not be a stranger. Come Come up to a show. Uh, you're going to do a show. We'll come out and see you. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Man, I got two podcasts that I love. One's called Tales from a Gemini. Um, and the other one's called Sorry We're Canceled. I do that with Dion, uh, Dion and Curry. So if you get a chance, follow those two on uh, Instagram and also YouTube. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Have a good night. Hey, thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Hi, and welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me is my co-host, Tana McDonald. Oh, it's me, Tana McDonald. It's fun to say that. It is. Uh, and our producer on the Wheels of Steel is Thaddeus J. McKee. Clean your wheels. Clean your wheels. You don't want them to get... What would happen to dirty wheels? Oh, they're, they're just disgusting. They are disgusting. They're disgusting. Have you ever seen a dirty wheel before? I've I seen the dirty wheels. Clean your wheels. Clean your wheels and your bearings. I seen it. Uh, I want to get started off right away. Damn it, I already did enough. Uh, I wanted to get started off today with the uh, Drunk Dial mailbag. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, we got mail time. A lot of response over Tana McDonald being the new Shut co-host. Up. Um, so <laughs> let's. I want to go. Don't to, tell anybody I laugh like that. Let's go to the messages here. Someone talk. Give me one second. Um, can we here. just talk about how we should think of names for Thad? I was thinking Big Juicy Thad. <laughs> um, I was thinking um, Fun Eyes Thad. Okay, that was the one that doesn't have to do with my weight. I like. <laughs> I like names that don't have to do with my weight, like Big Thad or Oh, okay. Obese Thad. To be fair, you are got the like the most yoked arms right now. Your arms are so yoked, the most yoked. Well, yeah, egg. Egg (laughs) is is the is the answer to that. Can eggs be juicy? Yeah, that look at Thad. Well, yeah, I I like nicknames are fun. I used to be called. I'm not suggesting this, but I used to be called Fatty Daddy. They used to call me that. Oh. 
that's fun. I yeah, like that. It's a fun one. Fatty daddy sounds like somebody saying daddy with a lisp. Oh. Daddy. <laughs> like zaddy, fatty, daddy. Mm. But yeah, that's that's one. But it had nothing to do with my weight at the time. I'm so sorry. I apologize because I was looking for... Uh, here's the thing. Now that we're just on a two-week thing, uh, the, the mailbag gets backed up a little bit. It gets backed up. But uh, here's, here's my favorite. I'll just cut to this. I was going to save this for a second. Uh, this is from one of our hardcore fans. Um, hardcore? Hardcore fans. I don't think we have a lot of hardcore fans, but we do. Um, Does this it, person like get in the mosh pit and th- like do like pick up change and thrash? He, he might be because he, well, he's in a band. We know that. Oh, uh, I was just making a dumb joke. He's uh, he's, he's in a, in a band. Uh, American Noir is what his handle is. And um, he put... Uh, so there was a picture of you that we put on social media. And we're like, oh, the new co-host. Uh, and he responded with a fire emoji. It's me. And then he put, uh, honestly loved her energy, insight, and conversational skills. <gasps> oh, I'm fucking shaking with happiness. I really pride myself on my conversation skills because <laughs> I'm pretty sure as a child, I was constantly having a panic attack. Talking was very hard. Stammers suck. But now as an adult... I'm so, uh, customer service everywhere, everywhere around me. But yeah. also, there's never, there's never a, um, there's never a compliment without the other side of the compliment. Give it to so me. ADD. I already know. So uh, honestly, loved her energy, insight, and conversational skills. To y'all's, and that's meaning me and dad. Constant us and general silence. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it was. I'm great. You, you guys. No, stop your face, Thaddeus. No, baby. For sure, constant us. And that means that is General Silence, which actually sounds like a cool character name. General Silence. So here's the thing. The best thing I can recommend is just take your us and your your pauses and make them your own. Add some pizzazz. Spazazz. That is pizzazz and spaghetti put together. How do you do pizzazz with silence? (laughs) Make clicking noises like... Make clicking noises. Or just like, give me a second. One second. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. You can do that. Or you could sing your way to the thought. Oh. That is, that's, your, that's your whole vibe, bro. Wait, but, but he is the general silence. I'm I'm the us. I'm the oh, you're the us? Yeah. I think. So. I don't know. You guys have never talked your way out of a breakup or anything like that? Just like you just had to redirect the conversation. What did I just say? I'm sorry. No, yeah. but I, I, I no, think no. I think for podcasts, oh. I think what happened is sometimes dad would get off work and um, he, he's, he's a big tea drinker. So like he has a long day at work and then he'll have a big glass of sleepy time tea. And um, <laughs> and then we start, we start podcasting and it's like, you know, it's like every time he gets off, he fires up a big bowl of sleepy time tea. And then, and then he's a little quieter. Why is your description of him basically like Kenneth from like Thirty Rock? I'm just, I got myself a big cup of tea, and I was very sleepy. Okay, y'all want me to be loud? <laughs> I'll be loud. I'll say some stuff. Okay, <laughs> I've been meaning to say this. I spit on my chest the whole Speak time. Your truth. Oh, you want a nigga, nigga here now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh no. I sit back in the cockpit, okay? I'm controlling this stuff, all right? Like, like I, I want to start talking like easy. Listen, you want to see how important I am? Get one. All right, everybody, stop buying Nike right now. You said Yeezy or Ye- Wheezy? Yee. Yee, okay, that makes more His sense. His name is Yee now. 
Are, are Pete and uh, the Kardashians still together right I, now? I don't want that's to talk have, about it. That's why I have to bring to the table. I feel like if we don't bring attention to it, it's not it's happening. It's not real. It's so stupid to me. I don't want to care about them. Me too. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Also, I'm a fan of Kanye too. I like to do Kanye impressions at work when I, whenever my coworker, she'll ask me what I'm, she's like, Tana, where are you, are you working on something right now? I'm like, ah! and uh, that's my response of saying, yes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Uh, then the other one from the mailbag is uh, this was a text message. This is another fan. Uh, uh, Fonty is his name, and uh, Fonty's a big Fonty likes. Hello, Fonty. Hello, Fonty. Fonty likes the ladies. Fonty has had a crush on every uh, female coworker I've ever had on anything. So he had a huge crush on Hannah. Then he had a huge crush on Bridget. To be um, fair, those are very adorable people. Yeah, it's true. They're yeah. crushable people. Crushable people is a good term for it. Just like crushable, crushable people sounds like you have a list and you're gonna take some people out. <laughs> Hi, welcome to my company, Crushable People. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I get that. You ever, ever talk to a woman? They're so fucking cute. Uh, Look at me. Uh, so he said, uh, "This was this is the most low key." He also sent me this at one four. Oh, he's the third shifter too. Yeah, I get I get real late night uh, text from him. Ooh. Uh, by the way, the new co-host is a lot. LOL. He's fucking welcome. But she's doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> she a lot. I know. I'm I'm an acquired taste. That went reverse. That was like the compliment came second after the criticism. The term you're looking for is nagging. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know when I'm being nagged. I know when I'm being. I don't like that term also. That's a hard <laughs> word. It's a little too close. But I don't like it. That's not my word. <laughs> We're going to real quick before I dive into yeah. like that word and what it reminds me of. Um. I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm very much a, like an Americano. I'm iced. I'm it's bitter. You bucking better. <laughs> you buck up brother. Cause we're about to get loud yeah. and sweaty. And also let's get back to this. So the first time I like came over to your guys's like podcast and when I became like the, I think it was this specific one. You told me you, you told me Thaddeus, Thaddeus. That, that the dog Cody had a nickname and that I had to call him that. And that is not my word. What, what was the nickname? I'm not going to it starts with the N word and ends with an A. It starts with the N word. It's, it's something about Jay Z saying that they live in Paris. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. Where were, um, okay. you, you said the dog's name was noodles in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Negging in Paris. I'm not, I just like here's I, I'm brown, but I know I sound too honky to say anything. So ne negging always reminds me. Do you remember the show? Uh, uh, it was the guy with the he had like the fluffy hat and his name was like he has a ridiculous name. But like it was basically they would it was these people that were um, pickup artists. Oh. <gasps> And they would try to you teach nerds. They, they were on, it was on like VH1. Like Oh, the, I remember. It came out around the same time as, uh, what is it, Daisy in Love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when, when all the garbage shows were on VH1. And the whole concept was these, they would teach, they would give these nerds the skills to pick up women in the bars. And it was all like shitty stuff like, like don't talk to the hottest girl. Talk to like the girl you're not interested in. Like, like say negative things and like wear like peacock, like wear a ridiculous outfit and, and just be like a general douchebag. Um, but that was the one that the negging and that's where I remember that from the most. And it was always like the guy with the wacky feathered hat. You know who came up with that concept? Motherfucking narcissists. Boys who think, you know what? 
I hate women. And you know what sounds good? I'm going to pick up on that insecurity and twist it. Well, that's those uh, those pickup, like a lot of the pickup artist uh, community, I don't know, like uh-huh. or like Reddit, like r slash pickup. That's who, that's where the incels came from. Like yep. They were like the offshoot of like the, the pickup <gasps> games didn't work. And they were like, let's just go kill them. Then. <laughs> like, pinky <laughs> rings? Let's go. Pinky Fucking rings. pinky ring. I have been fingered a many by men with pinky rings and I hate myself every day. Jesus. I know. That was, that was, I wasn't expecting that. I'm sorry. That was a lot. No, I get really uncomfortable when it comes to anything uh, sexual as HR. Um, I. You know what? That's good. That's a good response. Be scared of sex, Dyke. You be scared of I'm sex, Dad. I'm definitely kidding. But like <laughs> the 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 pinky though, that doesn't make sense. The pinky ring. I don't know why a guy has that. It's just gross. That's like a fancy way. I've of never finger. fingered a, with a pinky. Yeah. No, I'm not saying finger. Like I got well, fingered by a guy who just also happened to have a pinky oh, ring. Oh, gotcha. no! He better not stick a fucking. That's pinky what in I me. was like. What do you yeah. got going on? Yeah, that's, that's Are what you requesting? requesting this? We had to address that. Hey, jam that ring in there. <laughs> so you brought up the pickup artist. You know how that that whole series of terrible shows started on VH1. It all started. I think was it. Um, shit. Give me a second. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Vanilla You're, Ice was yep, on the first season. Yep. 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 It was oh, that work. was the 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 surreal life. Surreal life. That's what started it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I have a real legit theory. It wasn't surreal life. It was flavor of love. Flavor of love was shot, offshooted from surreal life. Yeah, you're right. But like, I think surreal life was that was it was up to the edge. But what sent us over? I think this is when we broke off of Earth Prime. Like <laughs> when that woman took a shit. On flavor of love, oh. like when she just dropped trout, took a shit in her dress in front of everybody. She dropped trout. She it just fell out. That that separated us from the main timeline. Like we are no longer Earth Prime, and I think that timeline, that Earth Prime timeline, they never had COVID. They never had <laughs> Trump. They like they yeah. just went on to you know a regular kind of boring like. Was Obama elected on that timeline? I think there was already Obama. I think it probably went. You know what it was probably? It was probably Jeb Bush. They probably got President Jeb Bush, and everybody was like, eh, he sucks, but yeah, things could be better. And then and then it probably went Jeb Bush to Joe Biden. It was a very similar kind of thing, <laughs> but without all the wackiness. Like we didn't have capital riots. We didn't have oh. we didn't have all the, the fun pizzazz that we've had in the worst time. It was a very weird time. There was a time on Flavor and Love. Well, the guy from fucking oh my God. Oh my gosh. It was off of uh, this is gonna bother me for the life of me. Oh no! You're losing all your fans right now. Tell oh that. Jesus! <laughs> You're floundering. There was just so much garbage. There was a scene. And I'm using the word scene very loosely. New York lives rent free in my brain. Yeah, I love New York. Oh my god! And there was the girl. She's like, who's yelling at New York? And she's like, you're just jealous because all my friends say I look like. Beyonce and the cackling from the sea of women. I'm like, oh no, this is Haskell, but it's on television. This is so bad. I, I honestly think that VH1 was. I think when people like talk about cancel culture and talk about like all the stuff that we're, we can't say, we can't do. I kind of blame VH1 for that because I feel like they took society to the limit and they just kept being like. What if we did this? What if we did this? And then finally it was like, maybe we should all just be a little nicer. Maybe the 2000s should... was a rough, rough time. Yeah, it got, it got ratcheted up. Did you guys ever watch... Tool, um, Tool Academy? I sure um, did. 
Nah, uh, <laughs> I love Home the 70s. Oh. Did you guys ever watch like I love the 70s, 80s and 90s? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I loved it a lot. With Michael Ian Black. I love Michael Ian Black. But dude, there was some stuff that was said on that show, like some old school like rappers from the 80s saying some homophobic things that I was not ready for. Oh. And a lot of other like comics who like no, no, Kato Kalen was on one of them and he made some really weird good times impressions that I <laughs> did not like. <laughs> Wait, um, wait, K- Kato is doing black voice? Uh-huh. I'll tell you what, I met Kato Kalen. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Is he that cute? Um, so I was working, I used to work at the Radisson by the old airport. And my friend would come in. My friend was a van driver and he would get off. Like he worked at another hotel. And when he'd get done, he'd come over to my bar and have a drink. And he was the kind of guy that always like, you know, you'd look at that and be like, hey, look, it's Killmonger. And you'd look and you're like, oh, I get it. And the guy has braids. You know, like <laughs> he would he would do that kind of stuff. <laughs> If you guys could see the face that Thad made as he said, yeah, he's got braids. <laughs> he just looks down like, but, uh, okay. He was like, kind of like, that was like a bit he always did. So we were sitting there one time and he's like, Hey, look, it's Kato Kalen. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I'm like, look over to see like a guy that I'm assuming is going to look kind of like Kato Kalen. No, it was Kato Kalen. And I was like, Oh shit. And then uh, he starts going like, Hey, Kato. Hey, Kato. it's like an open bar to the lobby. So he just starts like heckling him, and I'm like, "Dude, you Don't can't heckle him. He's just existing." I was like, "You can't, you can't." Well, I mean, I can't. I work here. I was like, "You can't bother the guest," but he's just a dude. So he's like, "Hey, Kato, hey, Kato," and Kato's uh, checking in with a beautiful woman. I don't. His, I'm assuming his current girlfriend, but he's yep. he's checking in, and he's like, he notices somebody. This is the middle of the afternoon. He noticed someone's like beckoning him, and he kind of gives like the you know, give me a second. And then he comes over. There's three people in the bar. It's my friend, two other randoms, and then me and me working. And he's like, "Oh my god, you are Kato Kalen." And he's like, oh, "I want to buy you a beer." And he's like, "He was like, hey guys, uh, I'm in town." <laughs> he was in town. This was back when the Indianapolis Ice was still a thing. He was in town to like they always had like a celebrity quote unquote that would like come and like do something in like the midway through the ice game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was like Kato Kalen night at the Indian. He was just like, like, we're celebrating. He, he lived in a man's guest house. He, he's <laughs> just a guy. Yeah. But that's the time we were living in. And he was the celebrity. Well, but he did get some fame from that. I remember he had the, he had the flow B haircut thing. Oh, he was super high. He had, he always had like, he had like three or four TV shows after that. He, yeah, a lot. Of, I think one of them was on VH1. And so he was promoting one of those in the, by doing this ice drop or whatever. And anyway, so he goes, Hey guys, I'd love to hang out. I'm super busy. But he goes, I tell you what, next round's on me. So he buys all three guys a drink and, and then he goes, you know, Hey, uh, I'm on this show called da da da. Please check it out. And you guys have a nice day. And then story of my life. Like, Man, Kato's such a nice guy. Of course, my friend has to take it to the next level. No. He goes, hey, hey. He, he pulls out his cell phone. He goes, my girlfriend's on the phone. You just say hi. She doesn't believe me that I'm talking to actual Kato <laughs> Kalen. And so he puts it on speakerphone, and she's like, hello? Hello? And he's like, hey, how you doing? Kato Kalen. And she's like, is this really Kato Kalen? She's like, yeah, yeah, it is. How you doing? You know, just buying everyone a beer here, and, uh, you know, I got to go. I'm going to be at the Indianapolis ice game tonight. She goes, oh, Okay. Nice to meet you. He goes, wait one second. How's OJ? No. <laughs> like, uh, we don't, we don't really talk anymore. <laughs> it's an appropriate answer. That's got to suck to constantly be asked about that. Yeah. But uh, I, I do get the vibe with Kato Kalen because he's just a normal guy who was just like, he was just friends with a football player. And he's like, I'm just, I'm that wacky neighbor and I live here now. But you know what it is? 
it's the Pete Davidson like effect. Like, uh, like yeah. you're hot, but you also seem like you're kind of a dirt ball, but mm. also I feel like you fuck. And he fucks. Mm. There's something about like, oh yeah. Like I, I hate saying like, oh, you don't just pull hot women like that and you don't fuck. He he reeks that he tries his best. No, he was he was always like the he was like the what the mimbo. He was like that was the kind of his He's thing. got heavy dick vibes. All right, let's play the game. I'm sorry. Real quick, how old do you think Kate O'Kalen is? Oh, okay. Wait, what's his name? Kate O'Kalen. Kate O'Kalen. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying Keto. He's Keto Keelan. Sounds like like an Irish like girl's name, Kate. Kate O'Kalen. Kate O'Kalen. Kate O'Kalen. She's from the part of Ireland where the bone the soil's made of bones. Come on the side of the hill. Uh Tenno, you go first. I'll, I'll um, play back up. Okay, he was in the twenties and the nineties. So I'm gonna guess he's in his late fifties. Hey, you gotta put an actual price is right rules here. Oh, okay, fifty-seven. Seven. Fuck. Fifty-seven. Hold up. Hold up. I gotta guess. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, Repeating uh, the number. She said fifty-seven. 94. I hope that number sends her straight to heaven. Oh. Mm. What? He's still thinking. I'm gonna go fifty-two. <laughs> oh. Kero Kellen. You think he is fifty-two? What? I don't think so. You are the wrong boo. Sixty-two. Is Damn. he really 62? Yeah. Let me see that face. 62. 62. Y'all were way off. He might I be the, way off. He might be the world's oldest fuckboy. The world's <laughs> oldest. <laughs> Actually, is that just... Leonardo DiCaprio is also on that oh, bench. Oh, man. George Clooney? George Clooney. Well, he got married to an amazing woman. Here's the, here's, the thing about, here's the thing about Leo. I think Leo would be... I feel like Leo is so charming that he's not a fuckboy because I feel like... Every, I feel like he, he nails, like, he he takes, like, 50 women on a yacht out and has sex with them on a boat, and I feel like they all leave, like, happy. I feel like everyone leaves, like, we all knew what this was. So here's the thing, though. Like, there's no way he's able to fuck all those ladies and, like, be hydrated enough and be alive <laughs> enough. Oh, like, yeah. like, it doesn't matter, like, what kind you of... You think penis. there's a fluid fuck ratio? I think there really is. And I also, like, how much energy does here, one old man have? Like, cool, you can do cocaine and you can do Viagra. Here, here, here's the thing. When you're having sex with, a, with an older celebrity like that, it's not about you getting your back blown out. It's about you having the story <laughs> that you had You're sex. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I don't you. want that. It, it would, yeah, I would be like if I like if I banged like uh, like an eighty year old woman. I'm not gonna be like, well, man, she rocked my world. I'm gonna be like, man, no, I had sex with a bottle of Bengay. <laughs> Because old women smell gross. I would be like, I had, I just, I had sex with Betty White. I just did it for the story. No, you know? she smells like baked pie. I know that science. <laughs> like good. Well, yeah, you're, no one is like this is a Betty White stand podcast. I just decided we yeah. all talk very nicely of her. Always, and yeah, it, we have nothing bad to say soon, about Betty White. As soon as I said that, I felt bad because I feel like you're being disrespectful to her. I feel like five years ago that would have been a funny joke, and I feel like now Betty White maybe not be coherent enough to have oh, sex with. Oh come no, on! You're right. There was a switch over. There's yeah. a switch. Look, you don't. After a hundred, things get dicey, man. I'm really proud of us because there was a moment where we all were kind of really. Let me rephrase. You and me were both diving into the inappropriate 2000 <laughs> st style of jokes, and you know what? We reeled it back in. Trying to grow, be a person. <laughs> and for some reason, with Thad's glasses on, he looks like a very judgy librarian. Yeah, and I am judging. <laughs> and I am a librarian. I'm reading all your books. You guys are messed up. 
oh. doing that Betty White shit right in front of me. Where where How are we on time? You. Should we should we cut, cut to our first phone our first interview? I mean, we can if we want. I want it. I want it. Uh, do you want to set up this interview, Ted? Since oh, you did this it by yourself? interview uh, I did all alone by myself. That uh, gave me the keys to the van and said, uh, "Take care of this." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "All right, you got it, boss." And I was like talking to BT by myself. I did a whole interview with him. No, it's cool. You know who BT is. He's I know who great. BT is. Yes, he's great. That's BMX Daddy Energy. There we go. I feel like though you like you didn't have to do much talking. He he'll do all the talking. You'll be good. Is that what you uh, guess? I said what I guess. Is that what happened? Well, you guys uh, are known for being bad guessers. <gasps> uh, bringing that back wow. from the sixty-two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so, anyways, it doesn't matter. I we had a good interview. It was fun. We we talked. Dyke didn't show up because he uh, had to work. Um, I'm using quotation marks. I don't really have a job. I just I just leave for a few hours every day and then come back. And I'm just tired when I go. Are you Casey Anthony? You're just like pretending to go to a job that's not there. The whole time we've lived together, he hasn't paid rent once. (laughs) Do you understand? What? Yeah. I don't understand that dynamic. Is he just your, like, is that a bay without any of the bay stuff? Is it, I'll get you back next month. And I always believe him. I'll hit you back later. I don't believe you. You're a hardworking man. Look at that face. I'll hit you back later. (laughs) No, no. All right. I don't believe you. I've never got hit back. My IOUs are ironclad. Okay. <laughs> One day there's just gonna be a truckload of money. Like, like here you go. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. That was too silly. <laughs> just dumps it. I'm like, oh, down the street. There's there's Hamiltons. Stop it. There's Hamiltons in there. Why? Oh, not my favorite musical. Not my favorite musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I can I before before we cut to this interview, I do want to have you guys seen Hamilton? I have not. Uh, with some of it. So <laughs> wait, 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 did you leave halfway through? Just some of it? Uh, no, like, I bet your ass yeah. fell asleep, didn't you? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. That makes sense. That that checks You're out. You're a little sleepy panda baby. Um yeah. so my so my friend my friend Donnie is really into musicals and he hit me up and he was like, he wanted to this was years ago when I don't know how much Hamilton tickets are now. I feel like they've gone down a bit. But it was like when they first started going on the road and they were still in. But like, I'm a dummy and I am not classy and I had no idea. I thought Hamilton tickets were at most like 150, 200 bucks maybe. Okay. And so he was like, hey, my wife doesn't want to go. I really want to do this for my birthday. I'm going to go up to Chicago and watch Hamilton. He's like, I'll drive and I'll buy the hotel for us to sleep in. If you, and I'll buy your ticket if you can just pay me back. If you can just pay me back for the ticket. And I was like, okay, sure, yeah, your birthday, absolutely. Like, all I got to do is buy my own ticket and go hang out with you in Chicago. It sounds like fun. And so then I was like, yeah, go ahead and pull the trigger on that. And then, it was like, a few weeks later, I was like, you're getting closer to the time. I was like, yeah, how much was that ticket again? It was like $450. It was, it was like 400 and some dollars. Pay for my dinner, please, bro. And I was like... Oh, like this is like this is like a like for me that's like a vacation. Like that's like No, that's like no. <laughs> genuinely that's what I I don't want to talk about my income that much, but when I go on a vacation, yeah, how, I'm Wait, how much do you make? Enough to party. <laughs> but I legitimately that's my max. Welcome back like to you. What's your salary? What's your salary <laughs> with Thaddeus J. McKee? Oh, 
<laughs> no. But yeah, so I was like, uh, okay, and you know what? And we went and we had a fucking blast. It was a great time. I don't want to, but I just were like, that was like me so far out of my like financial comfort zone at the time of like, oh, I just like, oh, daddy, no. Thad and I were talking about getting financially hornswoggled yesterday, and it, it happens where sometimes you make, you make, uh, you, you wind up in a weird place where you end up pay, overpaying for something. Oh, um, so, but when we went up there, the thing that I thought was interesting, because we, we just went to Chicago, we didn't go to New York or whatever, was um, that when we went up there, you know, they have this, the whole thing about Hamilton is everybody's kind of, for the most part, race swapped uh, to be black, Latino. You're not allowed to say race swapped anymore. <laughs> To be black, for, I'll like, trade you this Puerto Rican <laughs> for this Filipino. Everyone's either like Latino, black, or I guess there were probably some Asians in there somewhere. My eyesight's not great. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't it's seen it. It's Latino and black, uh, but mainly I feel like Latino and black. Yeah, um, and, and, and it's amazing. It's a great. It's very catchy. I'm not even huge into musicals, and I, I thought it was, everything was great. But when I started looking around the theater. I noticed that everyone in the theater is white. There it is. There uh, it is. Oh, God. Everyone that the only people that were not white that were on stage were like everyone working in the theater, black and Latino. Everyone on stage, black and Latino. Everyone in the audience, <coughs> 99.8% white. And I remember like looking around and I saw this other black woman and like we just kind of like looked at each other and acknowledged it. And it was so, it was kind of like. I love those moments and I'm sad about those moments. Mm-hmm. Just like, you seeing this? <laughs> then, I am also seeing this. And then watch. And then what was crazy is like when we left, um, we were like leaving the, the play and we were in this like sketchy alley. And like Donnie's like, what's wrong? I was like, I, I feel like this is how Batman's parents got killed. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> It's exactly how. <laughs> does, wait, isn't Gotham based off of Chicago? Chicago for sure. Ah! Ah, I'm screaming. Okay, I'm gonna say something. I love you, white people, most of the time, but y'all really, really want me to watch Hamilton, and you're pressuring me, and you don't have to pressure me for clout. Like you're fine. Has anyone been pressured by a white person to go watch Hamilton? Anybody? I did, and it was great. <laughs> Damn it, you had a great time. I'm glad. Oh my uh, god. It- Here's the thing, it's it's it is a very I don't want to say it was made for white people, but white people love the shit. It's 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 very it's safely ethnic, you know. Safely the, ethnic. It's like it's like Taco Bell, you know, it's like Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Ah! Genuinely, so that moment you had with that lady, I had that the other day at a show in Louisville and I saw like a group of Filipinos. And I got so excited and I found some Mexican people. So I was really excited, but there was, it was a sea of just like white people that I was not expecting to see. And me and this Filipino girl, one, she was wearing an outfit that was slaying. I told her, I'm like, your outfit reminds me of Selena. She um, told me she's in love with me. And I'm like, back at you. And we bonded, we took pictures and now we follow each other on Instagram. But those moments where you're in a sea of white people and you find another Brown, you're like, hold my hands. Don't you fucking let me go. I, yeah. oh, there should be a song for that. <laughs> I would love to see that music video starring Tenna. Hold my hand, don't you fucking let me go. In a sea of whites. <laughs> In, a sea of <laughs> In a sea of whites by Tenna. I felt like Rose with Jack. I'm like, don't let me go. I don't. Jack. I don't think. I don't think white people quite understand what it's like. But, but like, 
they'll be the first to notice like if they're in a, they're the only white person in a room that's so cute too you know and i'm I just like you know how many times that like the three of us are the only minority in every a, day any bro. given room like it's like most of my life you know like my yeah. my day job is like it's a predominantly white office and so i am on a team like i have my coworker, and she's black and whenever we see like other people come through like we'll have new coworkers. we're right now training somebody to work in our ohio office and she is also black and me and d got so fucking excited and then we saw um a girl who was latino she was getting trained trained also and we saw her we're like oh my god <laughs> sweet angel come back to me there's an excitement about it because it doesn't often where if we like i don't know especially if you grow up in the midwest like being the the, the token brown in the room is uh coming i mean we all agree right that white people are trash <laughs> <laughs> my husband will also agree this, and he is a white this, this podcast took a weird turn <laughs> brown power i'm kidding i know someone who's white <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding guys my best friend is white i couldn't possibly be racist <laughs> oh my god so real quick uh, a comic in our scene that we all are obsessed with and we love is dwight and he was talking about doing my. Well, you can't speak for everybody about comics we like. Okay, don't lie. Uh, no, you're are lucky you, you got. You're are you lucky serious? Are you talking over me, man? No, I'm, you're lucky you said Dwight. But if you said someone else, <laughs> I'd have to like out myself. Oh no! I'm just gonna. Everyone loves Dwight. He's an angel. Anyway, yeah. He posted the funnies. He was like, "I'm gonna start doing microaggressions towards white people. Just like you're one of the good ones." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I wanna do it so bad. But I'm a small woman, and I'll die. Oof. Gross. Oh my god. My heart's pounding. I'm so excited. There's a short in my, my headset. Whoa. Hello? Whoa. Are you guys on or not? We're on. Hey, hey. Well, welcome to the Drunk Dial <laughs> Podcast. We're so creepy. We're so sorry. The creepiest. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast with our new co-host, Tana McDonald. What up, dog? Hey, mommy. Oh, hey, Tana. Oh, hi. I hear you're goddess. She's Congrats. She, Thank you. She's been fully grazed. Um, <laughs> uh, w- w- welcome back to the program. One of our most prolific uh, guests, Gwen, flatten the curb, Sunkle. Welcome back to the Jump Out Podcast. I, I just, it's flatten the curve, not flatten the curb. I didn't ask anyone to uh, American History X. Gwen, stomp the yard, Sunkle. <laughs> movies that don't hold up. Well, welcome maybe back. The, maybe. Maybe that'll get the white supremacists on board when <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> Flatten the curb stomp. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could derail y'all's podcast. No, no, no. We're no. here for it. We were, all, we were off the chain earlier. You're totally fine. Uh, Perfect. Now, Gwen, you just, uh, you just recorded your first album. I did. I did. I just got the rough cut back today. I'm looking, I'm going to listen to it a little bit later. Um, I'm all excited, but also nervous. That's awesome. Are you doing, are you doing, are you heading up your own editing or how are you doing that? No, I don't, I don't know shit about fuck about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and also like, I like, this is going to sound like really weird, but like, 
I don't hear like super duper well, you know, I, I like, I'm just not the kind of person that you're, you're like, do you hear that? Do you hear that weird noise? Like, uh, you know, in the basement or what? Like, I, I ne- I'm never the person who also hears that, you know? Okay. So I'm, I'm not going to be somebody who's like, listens to this album and is like, yeah, can you turn up the midtones around uh, <laughs> minute 432? Uh, I, I'm just, I'm not getting enough of the, the uh, you know, the trouble in there. Um, I, these are just, I, I, these aren't even real words, I don't think. These are just things I'm saying out loud. Well, do you, do you get to act as like a, like a showrunner? Do you get to be like, hey, I really want this like cut of me from this angle telling this joke, and then someone else does all the actual like editing, or do you just go like, hey, just make it look good, and <laughs> send it my way? Um, I think I get to determine how I want uh, how much of a role I want to play in that. But um, Isaac is actually, Isaac Lansford is actually the one doing the editing. Oh. Um, so, you know, I trust him pretty, pretty implicitly with that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I know he'll, uh, he'll do me right with the product he was given. Yeah, my favorite thing was because I was uh, fortunate enough to be the host on, uh, on both of your album recordings, which thank you very much was... Uh, super fun, which he mentions every oh, day. Thank you for being here. <laughs> he mentioned this every day. He's like, "Hey, Fat, uh, what are you doing today?" I'm like, "I'm going to work." He's like, "Hey, did you know that I was uh, on Gwen's album recording?" I'm like, oh my ah! gosh, it's part of my you, morning devotions. It's, <laughs> it's part of your <laughs> affirmations. You're like, "Remember that time you did something really cool, bud?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, and Tenna was on the on one of the shows too. Oh, that night was so fun, man! I had a panic attack. It was so good. You were so amazing. I like was emotional and drunk. Same, girl. Same. <laughs> Do you remember when we were coming back from the Louisville show? We tried to stop at a at an International House of Pancakes. You remember that? <laughs> It was not an international house of pancakes. It was a waffle house. Oh, it was a waffle house. Sorry, a waffle house. And and they had only two tables open that were right next to each other. And every other seat in the place was blocked off. Um, and they were like, yeah, no, because of COVID, we only have like these two tables open. But they're right fucking next to each other. And then they're like, it'll be 45 minutes for a table. No. <laughs> And we're like, what? <laughs> um, and you can't get Waffle House to go. Like, there's no. No, that doesn't Waffle carry. House is, is not a car food, you know? It's not, it's not a car food. I feel like I've had uh, Waffle House once in my car, and it was the most depressing time. There's nothing good about it. To the, the shame eating Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah, something about it. It's like, my Kia deserves better. To this day, I don't know if. They were fucking with us or not? Like part of me still thinks like yeah, they those were their boyfriends and they were just hanging out. They just didn't want to deal with anybody else. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> they're like I'm well, sorry, I, I, COVID. You I, know. Yeah, I thought too. Maybe it was that they were short staffed, but they had a cook and like someone waiting table. Yeah, which is a normal. That is a full house, full staff at Waffle House. Have you ever been to? Uh, not the Peppy Grill on Fountain Square, but the Peppy Grill on Tenth Street. I have the 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 real hood Peppy Grill. I have not been to that yeah. one. Oh. So, so like, uh, so there was two Peppy Grills that used to be owned by a couple, and then they got divorced mm-hmm. and they split them up. 
and then they both got sold off. So there was two Peppy Girls. One was in Fountain Square, one was on 10th Street. The one in Fountain Square is now gone. The one on 10th Street is still there, and it is the most hood place you've ever been. When I first moved to the east side, you could still smoke in diners. And so I remember like going there, like because they're open 24 hours a day, and you go in, and it's so hood that it's you order the food, and then you pay immediately <laughs> while you're sitting there. You pay before you get the food. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No uh, dining and dashing there. No dining and dashing. And there would only be one. When we went, there was one woman working, and she was the server and the cook, and she smoked cigarettes the whole time she cooked the food. <laughs> and how amazing was your food? It was delicious. Because we were all drunk. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, God. There's just something about a ratchet place. I'm like, I know this food's going to be fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so happy with this decision. I've never been in a late-night <laughs> diner where I was just like, this isn't good. I'm yeah. always like, this yeah. is so good. You're never disappointed. It's it's so bad that it's so good. Uh, Gwen, you 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 had something you want to talk about to to Thad, right? About oh, is Thad back? Yeah, is Thad, Thad there? Yeah, that's there. Well, that's here. As always. Hi. I, I was I was wondering if uh, maybe I could wake some of Thad's time, you know, um, because Thad recently asked me to be a guest on his uh, movie podcast. IDK it? IDK it. Yeah. Yeah, IDK it. Um, where he asked me, where, first of all, I had said, yes, I'll totally be on your podcast sometime. Um, and I was like, let's, you know, pick a movie that I've seen before and have a lot to say about. So I suggested like the airplane franchise, mm. the Naked Gun franchise, um, you know, uh, the Big Lebowski. Stuff that you um, know and you're no, familiar with. Yeah. Mm. And that I like wouldn't have to, like, if it came down to the wire and he was like, oh, can you record tomorrow? I wouldn't necessarily have to watch the movie to, yeah. um, mm. you know, to, to contribute to the conversation. But Thad did, in fact, uh, message me and say, hey, can you be on my podcast tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And the movie we're talking about is a movie that you have never seen or heard of. Right. Uh, so it was, like, was a, it like a favor and a homework assignment at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. he was like, and and, it ha- and he get like less than 24 hours to watch this movie. Yeah. That I believe I had to rent. I believe I had to rent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I could find it for free. What was it called again? The One I Love. A great movie. The One I Love. The One I Love. Yeah. And then um, we recorded. I mean, it probably took over two hours to record. Did you have podcast. fun? Did you have Did you have fun recording? He sounded like a drunk uh, Did you have fun? <laughs> and then, and then, after I have now invested four to five hours of my time in this podcast, Thad lost the episode. <laughs> oh, oh, Thaddeus, I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> Yeah. But I also feel all of this pain. I feel it you're, so You deep. said you're mad at me? I'm mad at you because I'm mad at me. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I've also done that, and it hurts Well, so you know, bad. like, I'm, I am mad at, you know, technology. Like, technology can be a, a, a beast, and it's <laughs> it's something that uh, happens, you know? Some, some malfunctions happen with computers, and uh, I am sorry that I wasted your, your time. Because... <laughs> No, I, I figured. I'm just mad no, I had no. to watch that movie. I, I, I'm 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 sorry that I wasted your time. Um, it, I, and you were you were right on time too, right, Gwen? <laughs> I didn't have to push not. any 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 of the phone calls back. <laughs> that might have helped. No, that might have contributed to a little bit of the uh, uh, malfunctions that I had. <laughs> no. 
Wait, uh, wait, so no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, you stopped, Ike. You, you brought this on. Now you br- we're so, blaming me. So, yeah, like, oh, uh, I'll be there at, at this time. And, like, let me stop and get McDonald's. <laughs> and I'm getting text messages like, oh, McDonald's is taking so long. Oh, yeah. This whole production, by the way, has uh, <laughs> other people involved other than Gwen. So, yeah. Which it, it, so, did not but, but your time was the most important. So. I'm you so wasted sorry. everyone's time. You wasted everyone's time. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. It is you wasted everyone's time. I'm speaking on behalf of everyone. I like how almost your soda was the reason that it didn't get recorded. <laughs> Here's the other question. Yeah. How was that recording? Was it like had like a lot of good chemistry? Was it super fun? And then it was. Just I gone. thought it would. I thought it was really good, especially for what a uh, piece of trash that movie was. Um, yeah. We all, we all had some different like different which I did on. appreciate. I love that she didn't like yeah. that movie. We had some really good discussions about it. I thought, yeah. Um, but and those are now all lost in the ether. Yeah. Um, hear me. Yeah. Out. No, but just so what okay. if the universe was just like, no, this is too much of a friendship moment. You can't share this with everybody. Hear me out. Maybe. Okay. All right. Okay. Maybe. Dad, okay. your eyes look so wet. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I can feel that. <laughs> well, Dad, I'm so sorry for for wasting for being late to that podcast recording. <laughs> that was a hundred percent insane. Yeah, that was um, insane. I I didn't realize that there were other people on the podcast. I thought it was just going to be you and me talking about this movie. So I thought I had ample time to stop and get a beverage. Well, there's like devices that would like help uh, answer questions. Oh my! Uh, Wait, what? I wish there was like, like I wish there was a way a, a way to find out more about that podcast. <laughs> like maybe listen to it. Uh, yeah, I know. Or text yeah, we're, me. Let's. We're all interested in the podcast. No, but your time was wasted, Gwen. That's what is important. I'm so sorry. When if you can see the body language that Thad has, it is very close to a mom who's being very passive aggressive. <laughs> it's like I'm oh. having like chills right now. I'm like, oh god, I gotta call Lisa, tell her I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I can hear it. I can hear it in his voice. Thad's like, I did not know I was gonna be attacked on this podcast. Well, no, it's 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 cool because it's not like I didn't already mention it to Gwen <laughs> at oh the White god. Rabbit. And sincerely apologize about her time already. So the the, the third apology is going to be like, yeah, fuck you. How many how many more apologies do you really want, Gwen? Um, Dad, I just want you to know that Dyke specifically asked me to be a to come on the show today to chastise you about losing the podcast. I'm an I'm an agent of chaos. Why are you like this? <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> your face is very like very much like Chucky. Just like <laughs> Why well, I, no, I, I told I told Tenet right before you come on, I said I always like to make a uh, uh a COVID joke because uh Gwen told us COVID was gonna only last two weeks. And uh I like I was like I, I only do it on this podcast, but I do it every time. And then Tenet just looked at me in like full sincerity and she goes, Why are you like that? <laughs> being rude <laughs> trifling uh, first of all <laughs> thank you for sticking up for me Tenna. yeah I'm really i got you <laughs> i'm glad someone is on my side on this podcast <laughs> um secondly 
I, as I said before, I even went back and listened to that episode, and I hey, did not hey, say hey. that COVID would be over in two weeks. Hey, Fauci, we don't need, we don't need to dig up all. I also know. We don't need to dig up old disinformation. We're, we're way past it. Uh, okay. I want to okay. punt you both. Now, Gwen, yeah. you are headlining a red flag comedy show this week. That's what I've heard. Yes. I tell you what, yeah. I was really excited when you put uh, uh, the seal kiss from the rose on your on your uh, yes. Instagram promotion. Thad and I went down a rabbit hole of kiss from a rose. <laughs> like everything from the acapella group singing it to there's so many good versions of that. It may be the most oh, it's, perfect song. It really you're you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, it's one of the most touching lyrically like perfect songs um but then his vocals and the instrumentation yeah. are just um batman forever didn't deserve that song <laughs> it, it really didn't did <laughs> the song slaps there's a moment in my chest that just kind of like starts to like i get sweaty and i start to cry a little i'm just like what is it about this song and you just hit that yeah Baby! oh slap so hard all right, I'm sorry. I, imagine, imagine being Heidi Klum and Seal like singing that to you uh, in bed. You know, I think they were just like, "Hey, look, uh, we don't even have Michael Keaton anymore. This is just a Val Kilmer Batman. <laughs> just, just, just give us any old songs, Seal. Like, it doesn't need to be that big of a deal." And then, and Seal was like, "Hold my um, burn cream." <laughs> Who's who's got the two thousands jokes now? <laughs> My brain went to Tunic and whatever that Tunic is. I was like, he's probably got one of those. And you went there. And I was like, cool. I like what vibe we're on. <laughs> Tenna said we were better people earlier. Obviously, we were not. I <laughs> <laughs> am ruined me. Not I'm, a good person. Hold my bird cream. <laughs> That's great. That was worth the whole phone call. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh. Uh, was, hey Gwen, was, that sound means Thad is says it's time to go. <laughs> we had a, we've had enough of you. <laughs> you, you just get walked off the stage. Gwen Suckle, where can people find you? Follow you on social media. Um, apparently on Showtime with the Apollo. <laughs> God, so many good references tonight. I'm so fucking mad. Uh, you can find me um, at Blender Woman on all the social medias. I will be headlining Red Flag Comedy Show um, coming up this Thursday. And um, yeah, I love you all. Have a great day. I love you. You're so hey, pretty. Hey, thank you. Hey, bye. Bye. Oh, you want to do our plugs? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Tana McDonald. You can find me at Horchata Del Rey on Instagram. And then I'm also on the TikToks as Lumpy Tentacles. That's Lumpy, T-E-N-N-A-H-C-L-E-S. Hey, you're TikTok famous. Can you do a can you do a drunk dial plug for us, not your co-host? Oh, daddy, I will. And be like, hey, 12-year-olds who I'm assuming follow you. No, a lot of 30-year-old women and old dad truckers. Okay. Lots of Latino and Filipinos. Tell them about and the black new- dads. T- Black dads? Oh, right. <laughs> I noticed. It was like a lot of older black men. Yeah. I was like, hello. Okay, all right. Daddy's Jay. Uh, like Gwen, I'm also a superhero name. Uh, you can find me at Timekeepers. I am a timekeeper. 
Uh, and that is uh, what I do. I'm a watch or, or time watcher. All those things. You can follow me at uh, Instagram as well at Thad McKee. Um, that's where I've been. Uh, Thank you. Uh. Um, I hope there wasn't too many ums and too much silence for you this time. Hope you enjoy. I feel like send I'm, those letters. Send those letters. Send those letters. You know, maybe maybe some compliments. Maybe try compliments this time. You guys can tell criticisms. both these men's that their faces are nice. Hey, tell them. That'd be nice. I'm um, here for the affirmations. You guys do need some. We're here for the affirmations and uh like this plane needs some water. Look at this shit. <laughs> These boys need love. Yeah, handsome. Got We're wilting push. over here. <laughs> um, you know, stay good, stay drunk. We'll see you next time.